about time. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back. A few things before we get started. Don't forget Hopewell Farm CBD has a new promo code ultrajtt 15 That gets you 15% off all their 1,000 and 2,000 milligram CBD. That does not stack with the normal promo code, which is Journey to Truth 10, which gets you 10% off of all their merchandise. But take advantage of that promo code or both of those promo codes. Uh, those are in the description below. Also, all of our Teespring merchandise is 20% off with promo code 20 and back. And what's the other one? J2T20, Aaron? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. J2T20. Um, tonight's guest is somebody I've been following on Facebook for a while now, and I absolutely love all his posts. I resonate with everything, everything he's putting out. Uh, Antonio Arillo, um, and he is a spiritual mentor and guide. And I mean, he's as real as it gets, if you ask me. There's a lot of deception in the spiritual community. So the, uh, the, the reality of spirituality is what I wanted to get into today. So welcome to the show. Awesome. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, man, this is, <laughs> this is a heavy topic. It's a deep topic, but it's a reality that a lot of us are experiencing right now as far as the, the, the deception even in the misunderstandings about spirituality and what it is. And when people are first getting into this stuff, they don't really know what they're getting themselves into. And you have a great way of breaking it down and, and you're always real, which we need more of. So I'd like to just kind of get into what you, what you're seeing, what you're witnessing right now. Well, <clears throat> what I'm witnessing right now in the spiritual community, it's uh, it has many layers to it. But one of the things that I talk about quite frequently is spiritual discernment. And because I'm seeing a lot of deception in the spiritual community and also in the galactic community. <clears throat> and I'm seeing that many people are being deceived and they are opening themselves up to certain energies and and people that honestly are not good for them that ha that don't have the their their highest intentions in mind you know and I've worked with many people, you know, with my one-on-one -on -one services and just people who just message me just randomly asking me about like other people, you know, because they had a bad vibe or they had, you know, like a terrible session, you know, and, um, you know, I mean, it's been a lot of people who have done that. And that kind of just uh, opened my eyes to, you know, the reality that, you know, that there's just a lot of deception out there. And there's a lot of people who are misusing energy. They're misusing information. They're misusing even their own spiritual gifts to, to access certain, certain energies, um, certain dimensions, and also people's energies in order to, I don't know, like get, you know, more power or just more access in general or to, or so they can control the spiritual narrative is what I'm, I'm seeing a big um, exercise of control of the spiritual narrative, you know? Right. And mm -hmm. there are many people that are imposing themselves as the gatekeepers of a certain kind of knowledge. Right. Mm -hmm. And the vast majority of the time that knowledge is very, very compromised and like filled with a lot of um, spiritual, I should say 
technology that attaches to people's energy fields, like uh, I call them Draco tech, right? Um, there's these like little, you know, it's like you, you can't see it with the natural eye, but when, because what many of these people are connected to on a spiritual level, um, they are feeding off of a certain kind of like a matrix that has a certain kind of uh, distorted information. And because they're connected to that, it brings a lot of these like little, you know, like spiritual nanobots that goes into people's consciousness and literally rearranges certain, certain ways that people think. So even if someone may have a resistance to what they're saying, if they keep listening, eventually it's going to be, you know, an, you know, an acquired truth, you know, and, and I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of that, you know, and, uh, and just a lot of just misuse in general, you know, of, of just like the spiritual um, gifts and the spiritual energies and just the, 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 the knowledge out there. But if you have like any, like, you know, like specific questions, I can, you know, get deeper into certain things, you know, with that. Right. Well, it's interesting for one that that's a mainstream media tactic. You just repeat a lie over and over until, you know, it's accepted. And, and Yeah. And, and then sometimes, you know, a lot of these people might be tapping into information that they then that they themselves aren't even aware isn't true. Because you mentioned in one of your videos, like, especially like getting into galactic history and stuff like none of us actually know. You know, none of us actually know exactly how it played out. We have these concepts and ideas of of what happened. But when you start getting into these details and you start you literally start seeing people arguing about these details that really, in essence, don't don't matter either way, you know, because we're moving forward. But uh, that part of it's interesting to me. And then there was also uh, how what was it? Oh you made a post about the unrealistic standard that a lot of these spiritual leaders are, are, uh, help, you know, held to, I would like to talk about that also. Yeah. So, um, I had a recent, I guess, uh, confrontation with someone in my comment section. I mean, I always get those, you know, people who just come and they just want to impose a certain kind of way that I need to be, you know, because, uh, I tend to be very straightforward. I tend to be very confrontative and very uncompromising, you know, and many spiritual people, they don't like that, you know, and they say, oh, well, that's not very spiritual, you know, and that's not very loving. That's not very compassionate or whatever, you know, and I realized just from observing many people, um, just how, you know, spiritual people, just how fake they are, <laughs> mm -hmm. yep. you know, right. and I just have to say like how it is, you know, it's, it's, it's just very fake, you know, and um, um, and I'm just trying to bring, I guess, an awareness of this of this level of inauthenticity that is that many spiritual people feel like they need to uphold, you know, because there is this there's this uh belief that you need to be all compassionate and you need to be just all loving and you need to just accept everyone at any level and not hold anyone to any standard or anything like that. And that's just not true, you know, mm -hmm. because when we don't hold anyone to any kind of standard, then then people are never challenged to look at themselves or to even grow or to you know, um, work on their character, right? They, they can just be and say however, you know, whatever the heck they want without any kind of, um, uh, 
um, um, you know, like self, uh, self awareness, you know, and, and, you know, the way that I am, I bring a lot of, uh, I bring a lot of that self awareness to people. A lot of times they aren't um, prepared for it, you know, because I just, I am like a very strong mirror with the way that I word certain things, you know, to the spiritual community. And I feel like there is a level of authenticity that the spiritual community as a whole are not tapping into because of uh, distorted beliefs about what it means to be spiritual. And really, for me, um, what it means to be spiritual is really authentic and to just honor how you truly feel. Like, you don't have to change your lingo. You don't have to change the way that you talk or the way that you present yourself to people. Like, you can just be yourself. Because what I've been noticing over the years is that people, they literally change their tone of voice. They change their whole Mm -hmm. persona. They change their whole personality, the way they talk, you know. And because there's this belief that changing that somehow makes you more spiritual or maybe you're in a higher vibration or something because, but that's because there's a fundamental belief that, 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 that who you are as a human being is low vibration. And therefore, you know, when you enter into spirituality, you need to kind of abandon that, you know? So that's a fundamental flaw in people's belief. And this is why so many spiritual people are very dissociated from Mm -hmm. reality, you know, where they are too much into the spiritual concepts, into the spiritual world. And there's nothing wrong with embracing that part, but it kind of creates an imbalance. Right. Where they where they can't even function as much anymore as a regular human being. They can't have regular conversations with people. You know, they can't even talk about anything mundane for just a couple of minutes. You know, everything has to be a spiritual thing, you know, and. Um, and they put themselves and, on the pedestal where everyone ex- else is exactly. down here and they're up here. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like they portray like this false humility, almost as if like this. It's it's really weird how they do it. You know what I've seen. Because uh, they just have this like this self-righteousness about them and like this holier than thou kind of uh, demeanor that just kind of comes out, you know, and they feel like changing up who they are and talking a very, you know, like specific way. And, you know, you know, (laughs) you know what I mean? And and just talking in that in that like hypnotic kind of uh, tone that they do a lot of times, many of them, you know. They think that that's high vibrational. And honestly, it's very manipulative, to be honest with you, because they're hiding who they really are, you know, in order to kind of uh, make you see them in a certain way. And that's that's honestly a form of manipulation and also deception. Right. You know? Right. And then, you know, it in, in essence, it becomes another religion. You know, it's another pro- yeah. it's mm-hmm. an, just another program that people enter into. And I admittedly fell into that when I first went through my awakening, I was all gung ho about all the spiritual practices, meditation, I I just like thought I could flip a switch and forget about who I was and become this new version of myself. And I became so out of balance, like I was so unhappy, I was so lost. And, and I was just, I didn't know what where to go. And back this was years ago. But And to what the way I broke free from that was, I just went and bought a six pack and opened up a beer and built a fire in my backyard and this is like because i had even like because i had came from the party scene and i was like 
like alcohol's evil and all the stuff. And I don't drink anymore now for my own reasons, but uh, I was so, I was just, I don't know. I was separating myself so much from who I was by, by all these spiritual practices that I thought were actually getting me somewhere and they actually weren't getting me anywhere. Obviously there's lessons in everything. So, and we can't blanket everyone under that same statement, but that was my experience with it. Yeah. Um, you know, I come from a, from a Christian background and, um, I was not like a partier or like a drinker or anything like that. After I got out of the church, I, I, I did a little bit, you know, of drinking. I mean, I still drink from time to time, you know, I'm not right. a drinker, but I do do it on occasions because it's like, you know, sometimes it does feel good, you know? And honestly, I feel like a lot of people could use, you know, a glass of wine. <laughs> to be <laughs> yeah, honest. You, you need a drink. Yeah. In moderation. Some people, yeah. Some people just need to relax. You know, yeah. um, especially a lot of these spiritual folks, man, they are way too uptight about, you know, because they're in the spiritual things all fucking day long, you know. <laughs> and so I really think that they could uh, just use a beer. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, some of them who've had like an alcoholic past, maybe not. But, you know, a lot of them, they could use something that that just makes them chill out. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um you know, a lot of this also is just a way of people masking or not wanting to face themselves and do the shadow work, right? And escapism. 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 Yeah. Disguise the spirituality. It's not spirituality at all. Actually, it's just escapism. But they yeah. put the spiritual like uh aura around it that and then and then it's also ego because it puts it makes them, oh, I'm I'm so enlightened and spiritual and they put themselves on this pedestal with their ego. And then it's also, they're escaping their pain and their true self. Cause they have all this pain and trauma that they don't want to deal with. So instead of that, they use spirituality as like a drug to numb the pain and to escape their problems. And, Oh, I'm going to send away from all my problems. And right, when, exactly. it, when what we're supposed to do is the exact opposite ground deeply into this and bring, you bring heaven here, you bring, you awaken here fully rather than us it's not about escaping here to somewhere else which is what a lot of spiritual spiritual people are that's their only focus is right. escaping and here getting away from it and trying to teach everyone else to do the same you know right yeah so all of that is rooted you know in trauma and just not mm -hmm. you know just being sick and tired of uh your own life you know this is rooted in self-hatred self-loathing there's many people, they really hate their, their lives, man. And they are, they are so miserable. And I'm just like, you know, I just have to like, just say the truth. Like people really just are freaking miserable. You know what I mean? And they mm -hmm. hate themselves. They hate their jobs. They hate, you know, whatever's going on in their life and spirituality, man. Like when I got out of the, um, the, the, the Christian umbrella, you know, I and I started tapping <laughs> yep. and I, I was there. <laughs> and I started tapping into like the higher energies. Like uh like it does feel good. There is a euphoria um, you know, with it. There is a peace, there is this this like loving, all-compassing, you know, energy that you feel when you start tapping into the higher energies. And there was a time where I did um I was not very happy with myself, you know. And I used spirituality as an escape. I was in it like 24 seven because I, I didn't want to deal with my own 
with my own woundings, you know, that was coming up, you know? And so, but eventually I did because I'm the kind of person where I just, I just, I have to face myself eventually, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't, um, you know, I'm the kind of person where if there's something coming up in me to, that needs to be looked at, then I look at it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't really, um, I don't like to run away from myself, you know? And I believe that everyone should, um, should do some level of shadow work. You know, I went through a very, you know, dark, uh, period in, in my life, um, transmuting a lot of, a lot of the, you know, distorted religious, you know, energy and just my own shadow, you know, with spirituality. So I basically had to, um, master my inner, you know, narcissism and, and like integrate it, you know, because, you know, part of the reason why I am accessing the kind of information that I am on a spiritual level is because I've done a lot of the shadow work, you know what I mean? And, and it's like, so there's this like trust that's on my energy and, you know, which is why I'm able to do a lot of the things that I do, you know, and, and, you know, this is why I tell people a lot of times, especially because I talk to psychics a lot of times, you know, because they are the ones that are mainly trying to tap into the higher, the higher, you know, information and just go deeper into the spiritual realm. I'm always giving them a word of caution because I know the dangers that's out there. I know I've, I've seen people when they, when, when they try to access too much power ahead of their um, shadow integration and ahead of their like trauma healing, you know, um, they be, they become a hazard. They literally become a hazard, you know, in the spiritual community where they get so high off of the power that they, that they reach and the, and the level of knowledge of the spiritual knowledge that they're tapping into. Um, what happens is that the shadow, the unintegrated shadow, it takes that knowledge and then begins to warp the person's mind to then use that knowledge to manipulate people you know, to access their codes, to access their energies. And of course that can get into the other topic of the higher dimensions or siphoning people's energies and all of that stuff. Well, let's just, let's go straight there because that's super important. You know, if taking everything we've said, that would obviously uh, lend one to believe that not everyone who's in this spiritual community is who we, who, who we think they are. Right. And there's infiltrators and some people don't or maybe compromise or whatever you want to say. And, and some people might not even understand what's happening to them because they've avoided their own shadow work. And, you know, sometimes you're so you're so ingrained, you're, you're so enveloped in it that you can't see it for yourself. But you you mentioned also about people stealing keys and codes like this. This goes very deep. Can you uh, touch on that, please? All right. So this was in relation to the the new Akashic records, um, but this could be just in general with everything. So everybody holds a specific set of keys and codes, and these keys and codes has to do with their own spiritual lineage, their own connection, their own spiritual gifts, right, and um, uh, their unique level of access to the spiritual realm. You know, um, so these these codes and these keys can look like many different things. So in there, you know, just working with thousands of people just in sessions, I've seen that many people hold, you know, like energetic 
crystal-looking things. You know, they can hold an actual key made of energy. It can be like some kind of staff or 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 like some kind of rod of power. Some people hold, you know, geometric shapes within them, and that can be their own unique coding as well. And these things can give them access to certain kinds of things in the spiritual realm. So, for example, people who have a connection to the Akashic Records, um, they have a, a certain kind of energy signature that allows them to access it, you know, to access the records. And so what these infiltrators, or should I say these, these traders, <laughs> that's really what they are. They, they are past life galactic traders of the light. And I'll get into that in a moment. But because they are, you know, because you have to be in a relatively higher, you know, like in a high vibration to be able to access certain, you know, a certain level, you know, within, within, within the universe. Um, and so many of these people, because they're vibrating low because of past life karma, because they have a lot of treachery in their energy field, right? They are shut out from a lot of um, access to the spiritual realm. The most they can access is probably like 4D and that's it. You know, so the reason why many of these traders can access or in the past they could access higher dimensions or, you know, access the Akashic records to like steal a lot of the information is because they stole it from the codes of other people. So they were basic. Many of them were hunting for people with specific coding so that they can get access to certain information so that so that they can then manipulate the information for their own gain. So they would. So they would, so they would um, get many of these people, they were their clients or their followers on social media, you know, and people who are just not awakened to who they are yet, you know, but they have these like special keys and codes within them. And so they open up their energy field and, you know, they just basically take their codes, you know, and there's just like, I've, like, I've seen it happen to so many people who reached out to me for help, <laughs> you know, when they felt something was taken away from them from a, you know, from very specific people who who have blocked me <laughs> but you know or even um, and, and who i've had like public like confrontations with you know in the past you know what i mean but i'm not i'm not in that vibe anymore but it, yeah so right right well i mean so like th this can this reminds me of the people that reach out to you tell in your inbox telling you that uh, they got a message that you need help or that, that you need a session with them you should book a session with me. I was guided to reach out to you. And it would seem like this is one of this would be one of the tactics uh, or strategies of obtaining these keys, right? Uh, yep. Via via a session, you know, it could be a number of ways. Uh, but not everyone is who you think they are. And it's very like, you have to be very cautious moving forward, especially now, because it's literally a war, you know? Yeah, definitely. There is there's definitely um a uh, big war happening in the spiritual and galactic community. Mostly now it's shifting from more spiritual into galactic more. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. what I've noticed. It it was very Luciferian at one point and very satanic, but it's not so much that anymore. It's more galactic, you know, is what I've been noticing. And, um, and what you mentioned about people just reaching out and just kind of like, you know, because I had this uh, recent client who's also a friend of ours, she had messaged me, you know, right after we had did some soul retrieval on her and she felt a whole lot better. 
this lady that she also followed all of a sudden just messaged her and be like, hey, I kind of feel that you created some dark contracts with aliens. I think you need my help. You know what I mean? And she was really, she was very persuasive. Like these people are very persuasive. They know how to talk. They know how to persuade people. They know how to use words. They know how to be very manipulative. They know how to be very friendly, you know? And I was like, you know, you got to tell her to kick rocks, you know? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, her energy was just really dark, you know? So, you know, I've had other people in the past where they co- they just come and message me. I don't know where, like whenever I create, you know, like a post that triggers a lot of people and be like, hey, um, you know, spirit is telling me that there is something dark about your energy that you're not seeing and you need to look at that more, you know, and I'm and, you know, it, it basically ends up in in them blocking me because, you know, these people like they're so bold, you know, and it's like they they can't even um, some of them were good people, but they were just influenced by other things, you know? So, so basically what happens a lot of times is that my energy is surfaces things in people and what they tend to do, they tend to project it at me as if there's something wrong with me, but I'm actually just surfacing in surface it, surfacing it in them because of something that, that I said, you know, right. Right. Trigger. It's a trigger. Yeah. So to get a little bit more into the galactic, these infiltrators, right? So many of them are in the spiritual community. Many of them are in the galactic dis- disclosure community. Many are many are in the SSP community. Many are in these like, you know, these like big, you know, meetings that, that, you know, that happen, you know, I see them. And many of them, they are, they are, they have betrayed the light in past lives. And so because they have, um, committed some kind of treachery in some kind of way, and they have aligned themselves with the dark side. They're just carry. They're just continuing their mission in this life by spreading lies, you know, or they're coming against certain energies that are actually pure and say, "Oh, you know, certain energy has been infiltrated." So what they tend to do a lot is that they they know the certain kinds of energies that that the collective trusts, you know, specifically energies within the Christ, you know, lineage, like for example, Archangel Michael, or, you know, you know, and just these archangels that are actually benevolent in nature. What they do is that they take certain terminologies that they use and certain, like the way that they speak and the way that, that they present information makes it seem as if, as if what they're saying is very plausible, you know, right. like, for example, if they want to say that Archangel Michael is hijacked, which has been happening lately, you know, they've been saying that Archangel Michael is hijacked, Archangel, you know, April, Gabriel, or like Metatron or Thoth or whatever, you know, all these other things, you know, they are basically attacking the Christ, the Christ line, and they are, they are trying to get people to not how should I say this? There is a, there is an inherent source of energy within everyone that is of the Christ energy, you know, and they're trying to get people to not trust in that energy anymore, you know, by saying that it's hijacked or that it's connected to like a false grid system. And they would throw out, like, literally they would make up words. And because people don't understand what's going on, 
and they present the information in a certain way, people be like, well, you know, they probably know what they're talking about because they're throwing out all these freaking terminologies and it kind of makes sense, whatever. But it doesn't really make sense. It's actually very confusing. You know, so it doesn't mm -hmm. make sense. People are just captivated by the lingo that is used right. and the way that the terminologies are stringed together. I mean, I got to give it to them. Sometimes they are good at promoting their own lies, to be honest with you, you know, because they ensnare a lot of people and it's a consciousness trap. You know, right. so they have many forms of consciousness traps that they do. And one of the big ones is to say, oh, you know, this being is hijacked. You know, you can't trust it anymore or whatever. Right. And that happens a lot lately, in particular, a lot lately. Uh, you know, everything that we all of a sudden that we all knew and trusted is all of a sudden hijacked and we can't trust it. Exactly. You know, that, those are red flags. Those are huge red flags that some people are. Well, and we have to talk about the black magic that's involved. Uh, it's manipulation, but there's a form of black magic, spell casting, broadcasting, whatever. Um, and some of these followers are quite literally under a spell and they don't even see it. And you know, you, you won't see it until you're out of it. And I know that's a hard concept and a bold claim, right? Mm -hmm. um, but unfortunately, I truly believe that that is the case in, in, in some cases. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I, I had... Um... You know, just to touch a little bit on what you said about um, uh, people when they hear that a being that they trust and is actually malevolent and all of a sudden they're hearing that they're, you know, hijacked and it can be trusted. It literally just leaves people confused, you know, and be like, well, you know, I don't know what to trust anymore. And that's what makes people even more vulnerable to all kinds of, uh, you know, spiritual manipulation, because then the one thing or, the, or, you know, or the few energies that they trusted that kind of helped them through a certain part of their life, you know, now all of a sudden they can't trust this being. And that's extremely damaging for people. You know, that's very, very damaging and honestly, very, very malevolent, right. uh, you know? And, and so that honestly makes me very angry at, 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 how some of this information is presented as if it's facts, you know, and, and just how people, and I can't get mad at people because people are just looking for truth. You know, people, mm -hmm. people are just looking for truth and they don't really know what to believe or who to follow. So they just listen to everyone who's speaking with any kind of conviction, whether it's truth or not, they're just like, Oh, well, this person must be saying the truth. So, you know, whatever. And so they don't know how to really listen to their discernment um, and their intuition, honestly, because their intuition is already clouded by the information or by the black magic that's like kind of like, you know, over their, you know, like a veil over their eyes. And that's another thing about there is a lot of black magic that is working behind many of these infiltrators or probably all of them. Like what I've what I found um, in just reading into this, you know, reading into some of these energies is that many of them or what would come forward is like these dark magician looking figures, you know, and that's through my, you know, higher self readings that I do where, where, where I tap into people's multidimensionality and there's these different kind of beings that come forward, you know, that represent that person, you know? And so with a lot of these uh, dark infiltrators, I would either see, you know, like an angelic being, but just very dark and malevolent, uh, you know, like a fallen angel, or like a dark, uh, malevolent witch looking being or like a dark wizard, you know, looking being and or like a malevolent E.T., like a, you know, like a straight up Draco or something or like a, you know, or 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 like a gray, like superimposing themselves over the person's face. I would see it, you know, 
And that's when I would know like what's working through the person. And a lot of times I would see a lot of uh, dark magician energy, you know, where these people have these like really dark, uh, you know, magician, multidimensional part of who they are that's working behind the scenes, channeling that energy um, to basically put people under a spell, further assisting the person who's putting out these, uh, you know, very distorted perceptions. So a lot of times what needs to be done and what I have done is basically nullify a lot of the energies that's working behind people's messages, because what most people, they are only looking at, at information from a very surface perspective, just a very intellectual surface perspective, you know, and how things are phrased. And from that realm, it can be like, words can be very, very manipulated. And and they're not realizing that this like wow factor that they feel sometimes with this information is the spell that's literally, you know, enchanting them. Right. You know, and, it, mm -hmm. and this resonance that they feel with the information, it's really the energy. It kind of converts their thought patterns to where they're more accepting that information. And then that's why it feels like a resonance, but it's not really a resonance. It's a spell that they're under. Right. That's really interesting yeah. the way you put Nailed that. The, the wow factor. Yeah. And, and and this is this is tricky. Now, we don't I don't want to confuse people even more because there is there is a like it is possible to actually resonate with truth. Right. And real it's, information it's and not everything that has wowed you has been false. Like we can't. Exactly. Th this exactly. is where you know, this is this is a very difficult topic to tread because uh, I don't want to lend to the confusion you know, but I right. want people to be aware of all of this stuff that is taking place that so many people just seem to be blind to. And, mm. and that's the purpose of this discussion. But that's really interesting, like that wow factor. And that is because when people get so enamored by some of this information, or even even just by like personal compliments, sometimes people mm. will get love bombed and they're like, Oh, wow, this person's my friend, I trust them. And that's, that's a form of manipulation. It's like a, it's like a playbook they have, you know, they're energy vampires is what I've noticed, which is a narcissist. Same thing. They're narcissist energy vampires. And what they're doing yeah. is they're feeding, they're setting themselves up, especially these big names in the community that set themselves up as these authorities, as these cult leaders, basically, even though they wouldn't call themselves that, but that's exactly what they are. And then they get this big following that all feeds them and they and they love that. And, the, and anything that threatens that, if you notice uh, anything they say, if someone else says something that contradicts it or or someone challenges their narrative or them in any way, they get extremely, extremely angry and defensive. And we'll usually start attacking that person immediately, like viciously. Uh, and then we'll further like their following, like be like, you guys all have the truth. Don't worry. You know, right. Don't listen to Don't listen to all those other things. That's all lot, you know, it's this whole, it's this very, very cult leader vibe that they all have. And, and it's energy vampires there's no other way to put it. And they feed off of the energy of their followers and they're on this pedestal and everyone else is down here feeding them, you know? So that's yeah, something I've yeah. noticed. There's, there's a bunch of those in the community and they get very threatened by anything other than worshiping them and, and believing everything they say, you know, right. anything other than that. So, yeah, I know, I know some people personally that have like, I tend to, 
I guess uh, the universe, they tend to bring a lot of these people to my awareness and vice versa Same. to their yeah. awareness, yeah. you know, and yeah. they come across my, <laughs> my messages and I talk about discernment and how many, you know, people um, who are, you know, spiritual leaders and, you know, mentors, how they are taking advantage of the energies. And, and they're always uh, the first one to comment. Like, yeah, they're always the first one to comment. A lot of them, a lot of them compliment me and they'd be right. like, yeah, brother, right on. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about you. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and it's like, you know, some of them, they know what they're doing and some of them are doing it on purpose, but they think everyone's too stupid and naive. And honestly, many people are very naive. I won't call anyone stupid, but they're, but many people are naive to be honest to a lot of the manipulation because it's happening in a spirit realm you know it's mm -hmm. happening about behind their awareness a lot of times and yeah. and so i've encountered many of these people gotten severely triggered by my energy i'm probably blocked by probably almost all of them by now you know mm -hmm. and so you know i went through a season of literally confronting a lot of these people in their own comment section you know where they won't they would they would typically ignore most people but then when i comment with that energy like like i i grab them and bring them like you know like you're gonna respond to me you know what i mean and then we get into a back and forth and i expose them in their own comment section you know nice. like i went through a season of doing that i'm not doing that anymore <laughs> right. i don't think that's a wise move because i'm entering into a, a new field with uh honestly people who are who are just on a, a different playing field, you know what I mean? And I just need mm -hmm. to yeah, move a bit more strategically <laughs> right. nowadays. Yeah. But, but it's, um, it's not necessarily healthy to do that anyway, you know. Yeah, it served its purpose for that time, you know, but now mm -hmm. it's like, you know, it's a new energy. It's a new thing now. Um, but yeah, there's definitely mm -hmm. um, a lot of people who are, they just need to wake up. Now, on one level, this is serving as a lesson for many people, you know, and and as like a wake up. So for many, it's serving as their awakening, right, to what's actually happening out there, you know. Um, the only thing is that many of them, they get so traumatized by these experiences that they never recover or they never come back into the spiritual community or they become like one of those, you know, Christians that just speak against everything spiritual. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Yeah. So there's a lot of that going on too. Right. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to see that's what that's that's what it's designed to do, right? It's like anybody out there who's promoting division and all these separation tactics and stuff, these cancel culture vibes, that's all designed to confuse people and make them just want to like give up and go back into the matrix. Like screw this whole community. Like I'm getting or going back to my job. I'm just gonna live my life. This, yeah. but then by doing that, you're now complicit in the matrix. You're you're feeding the system that you're you were just trying to fight against. But <clears throat> mm -hmm. it gets very confusing. So let's talk about like how we can safely navigate this now. You know, because now we know there's all these hazards. How can we safely navigate and move forward uh, okay. for the audience? Yeah, because they're they're going to be asking. You know, what can we do? What should okay. we do? So how to safely navigate this like very tricky uh, reality, you know? So it's very challenging. I will say that first of all, because sometimes in order to, to connect yourself with the truth, you have to go through some level of deception first. You know, that's how you learn. 
Right. There's lessons in so, all of this. Yeah. There's lessons in all of it, but there comes a point where people get, they get. Oh, you just muted. Than they should be. Can you repeat that? You, you, Sorry. Um, it comes a point where people, they get trapped in those energies wait longer than they should have, you know, where it's no longer a lesson. Now it's more of an oppression that they don't need, you know? And so, and so what people need to do, and this is what I advise people all the time is to literally begin connecting with themselves because there's such a lack of it, honestly, like people are not doing their own, you know, they're, they're, they're not doing their homework. They're not connecting with themselves. What they're doing is that they're just intaking so many information, like people in the spiritual community, they typically follow like maybe five or more, you know, spiritual people saying all kinds of information. And a lot of times it's very contradicting, you know, and so they're filling their energies. They're partaking of so many different energies and many of them, they contradict each other. And because they're not doing the inner work, they're not properly dissecting the information that is for them versus what is not for them because right. that's what the inner work helps people do so when they're not you know doing their inner work they're just you know they are falling for taking the bait exactly exactly you know and this is why like i tell people you know to just start meditating and start asking yourself is this information is it even good for me because some people they get too enamored by how things sound or how things look, you know, that they aren't checking in with themselves to ask their own spirit because people's own spirit knows exactly what information is for them versus what is, what isn't. But people have become, and I would say very lazy, honestly, with their own meditations and their, and with connecting with themselves, you know, they've, they've, they've just become very lazy and they've just kind of, gotten into this trap of um information overload right so, and yeah right and it's super important i forgot what i was going to say <laughs> um uh what is this it's a trap um damn it it'll come back to me it's almost like relying on the external information to save them rather than being their own saviors and doing the inner work because that's exactly that's exactly. the truth yeah like it's, they're it's not yeah, like they're not really like tapping into their own their own power. What they're doing is just absorbing a bunch of information. And mm -hmm. they think that just, you know, it makes them, I guess there is a sense of safety that they feel in just knowing a lot of things, whether it's for them or not. It's just the, the safety of hoarding information because it makes them feel like they're in the know and it mm -hmm. makes them feel like they're not ignorant. It makes them feel you know, like they're on top of things. And a lot of times that's very counterintuitive to be intaking so many different perspectives and not allowing your energy to properly digest, like properly digest the information and get rid of the waste versus what's actually nutrients. You know what I'm saying? So it's just right. like the body, right? Mm -hmm. People are not allowing themselves to, you know, <laughs> get rid of the waste, you know, yeah. that's in their energy field because they're not doing the proper inner work that's necessary. So they're just, so they have a bunch of lies mixed with truth. And it's like, and, and when, and when you have that, 
you become very confused. You don't really know what's going on. You don't, you can't connect to your own personal truth because you have mm-hmm. all of these perspectives and stuff. And, and so that's, that's another consciousness trap as well. Right. And then, totally. and then there's the need not now, like I'm not, we're not, none of us are perfect here because I was once there. Like I fell for a lot of this stuff in the past. Um, you, we, you learn from experience, right? You learn the hard sure. way. And I'm yep. here right now speaking from experience, you know, and I, I know you're doing most of the speaking, but you know what I mean? Um, right, right. It's, it's from experience. This is from a place, you know, we've learned these lessons and, and it's something that you notice over and over and, and it needs to be brought to people's attention. And what people do, and we've said this before, is that they are so... I guess they're always looking for this external information. They don't realize that when they do this work, they can just tap in themselves and get this information for themselves. And this is something I'm trying to do as of late. Like um, it's not, it's not as easy as one would think, but you're not going to get there unless you try, right. Unless you start doing the work. And, and I think that's the ultimate goal is like, we won't need all these external sources for this information because we'll be able to just tap in immediately and get what we need a lot of the stuff that we're interested interested in isn't actually necessary for us to know and this is Mm -hmm. and this is uh, right exactly so it's and it becomes a distraction and now you're putting your focus somewhere else so when you're tapping in and you're tapping in and getting your own information you're getting information that you need for your soul's evolution and for your soul's growth Uh, so yeah i mean i know you can you're agreeing with that right yeah, for sure. So they, yeah, um, you are spot on, especially when you said the distraction. So a lot of this information, most of what people are regurgitating and intaking in the spiritual community and the, and in the galactic community, honestly, has nothing to do with their own personal evolution, you know, and it just becomes a distraction at this point. You know, many people are severely distracted, so distracted, you know, and, but their minds are making them think that they're on top of what's happening, you know, but they're not really connected with their own personal path and what they need to do. They're just living, you know, their own life, but they're very disconnected from themselves, but they're following what other people are saying, you know, and there's nothing wrong with listening to perspectives, but if you're not doing the inner work, so inner work, just so that people can understand like what it looks like or an example of it, would be to, if you're hearing a perspective from someone and it challenges you or it sounds interesting or whatever, you know, what people need to be doing is getting into, you know, a state of meditation and start asking their their own, you know, higher self, their own soul, is this information relevant to me? Is this even true for me, for my personal evolution? Is this going to benefit me? You know, and people need to like, like feel the answer out because people get, I'm so enamored by the way the information is presented, you know, that they just stick with that instead of asking themselves, you know, and right. What do I think of this? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like what do I think of this? Right. We get, we know what this person thinks, this person thinks, and that person thinks, but what do you think? Like when you sit with yourself, what do you think? Ask yourself those questions. Like, is this true? Is this person deceiving me? You know, what, what's the, what the what are the motives here? Like, is this person authentic? You have to ask yeah. yourself these questions. There's there's also like some nuances around that because 
you know, most of these people are working with this black magic energy and sometimes it will enchant people. And so even when they do their own meditations, they're enchanted. So people need to learn how to protect their energy field. That's first and foremost, you know, they need to learn how to shield themselves properly because a lot of this, you know, information from people, it's, it's emanating a certain energy that will, that will influence your consciousness and and your energy field in a particular way, whether it's good information or bad information, you know, well, actually, because the information can be good, but the energy behind it can be bad. But, right. you know, whether it's good energy or bad energy. Well, <laughs> so, and, then, no. and then that's the other trick of the PSYOP, right? So if somebody is trying to uh, invert some information or, or, you know, push a certain narrative, they obviously, they're going to have a lot of truth. And a lot of what they're saying is going to be true and it's going to resonate. But then they mm-hmm. slip in these little nuggets of untruth that are actually devastating to the narrative but people don't, people just take it in with the rest of it. And, and once you see, once you see this, once you're aware of the spells and the tactics, and once you know how it all operates, you can't unsee it. And it becomes so, it becomes so easy to identify that within somebody. So I I would say that's also good advice is, you know, learn how to recognize these patterns. And And as soon as you see somebody doing it, you know, it, no matter what they're saying, if, even if it interests you, sometimes I don't even, I just separate myself entirely because for one, I don't want to fill my brain with false information. You know, if I can't decipher what's true and untrue coming from a person, I just, I just separate entirely, you know, sometimes, yeah. sometimes now as a podcast host, and we have all these people on bringing you all this information, you know, it, it's difficult. And we, we do our best to, you know, because that's how we also learn. Like you said, maybe it's not necessarily the information somebody has, but it's opening up new concepts and, and it's giving you new perspectives on things. And it, it, that's, this is how the awakening happens. You know, we have to open our minds and expand our thinking in that way. So, uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely agree with you on that one. Um, I feel like, you know, everyone, um, you know, everyone definitely is on their own, uh, not just journey, but on their own, I guess, uh, level of understanding or level of tapping into certain, um, you know, like spiritual concepts. And I wanted to like backtrack on something, you know, because sometimes some people do have a wow factor with, you know, what I say a lot of times. And they do say that, you know, you know, where I get a lot of messages where people they message me and say that my, you know, that my message resonates and that I speak the truth and all that stuff. But every time I'm always telling people to just, you know, tune in with their own, you know, voice, you know what I mean? Um, because even if what I'm saying resonates, um, or I may be speaking, you know, a level of, you know, spiritual truth, I always still advise people to, you know, connect with their own, you know, voice, you know what I mean? So, you know, I just want No, I agree. And and something I remember what I was going to say earlier, as far as, uh, you know, some people get like, it becomes no longer a lesson, but an oppression. And, and sometimes people don't even they, even though they understand, like they might have been duped, they don't want to admit it. And sometimes it's easier to run with a lie than it is to face yourself and face the truth. And then that's also what we see with, with a lot of these any anyone it doesn't even have to be in a spiritual community just anyone people have 
an image to maintain, right? So they become this fake version of themselves and, they, and instead of being true, like you said, it's a form of manipulation. Yeah. Uh, that was just a thought yeah. from earlier. It just came back. Yeah, for sure. So what you were saying about people not wanting to admit it to themselves, um, you know, I went through that um, earlier in my, you know, early years of like, you know, having my spiritual awakening where I trusted the wrong people. And there is like a shame behind it, you know, where you just feel, you know, like, man, like, why didn't I see that? Like, how could I have allowed myself to be deceived in that way? You know, and it was a big, like, you know, humbling of my ego, just because I thought that I was not able to be deceived, you know, at, at one point, and then I was, you know, and it's like, so it, it, it was just like a, a humbling and like a learning experience for me to, to, you know, understand just how deep the deception goes. And also to understand um, at, you know, like at the time, like, like, like I'm not impervious to being deceived. I just need to be very discerning, you know, and as long as I am very discerning, then I won't attract that kind of deception. I mean, I don't listen to people anyways. I just follow my own spiritual guidance, you know, so, you know, I don't, I don't listen to anybody at all. You know, I mean, I read certain posts and stuff like, okay, yeah, you know, whatever, but ultimately I don't listen to people, you know, I really don't. Um, and, um, and this is what people, people need to, like, people are afraid of even conceptualizing that the person that they might be, that they're, that they're following might be compromised. Because right. it literally, it literally really, um, like it ruins their trust in just spirit in general, you know, and in the universe and in God and people, I have restored many people's faith in a spiritual community, you know, like people were like literally one betrayal away from just like walking out of the spiritual community until they, have, you know, they worked with me. And it's like, I just restored their faith, you know, um, you know, because I tend to do things with integrity and, you know, when I say something that, you know, that's what it is, you know, it doesn't have like a double meaning to it. It's like, I say what, you know, what it is, you know? And so, you know, um, you know, I, there were many people that were just on the brink of literally like, like just losing all hope, even in the Christian or in the Christ consciousness energy and Jesus and the angels and everything, you know, everything, everything, you know, because they've been deceived and just, um, played by many of these other, you know, spiritual leaders that have like really traumatized them, um, not just with their perspectives, but also with, you know, energy work and like, and like astral traveling in their homes and like attacking them psychically. So there's that too, you know, and just right. a whole bunch of other stuff. I, I like what you said about uh, the, the, the follower not admitting or not wanting to believe that they're influencer has been compromised right they they have a hard problem accepting that idea and that reality because it's not just what you said earlier but it's also in a way they attach their identity to that and, yep. it, and it's like a little mini ego death which i've experienced plenty of those you know and they keep coming you know you never know but um it's very true you don't want to because here's what happens you you find this person online you're wild by their information. It's, it's spectacular. You start telling your friends and you start telling, them, hey, check this person out, check this person out. And if something happens where they turn out to be compromised, uh, you feel stupid. You kind of feel dumb. And then you don't want to admit it, right? So you keep you keep being that cheerleader for that person. And you're now you're lying to yourself. And that doesn't mean that this person, like everything they said was false, but you understand that like, it's a lesson to me 
it's like a lesson in detaching the message from the messenger sometimes because sometimes a person can have good information but they can be a shitty person you know yeah i've definitely met a lot of those you know um like like this uh this one person back in the day where she was saying a lot of good information you know like spiritual updates and stuff and stuff that you know i deeply resonated with and you know i felt it was true and 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 it was true and um she was <laughs> like not even hiding it like she was literally like making all kinds of agreements with like um demonic beings and shit and like trying to spy on people trying to spy on me and uh just doing a lot of malpractice and wasn't even hiding it you know right. energetically wasn't hiding it other people they they tend to mask their you know or like cloak their like energetic work you know and like what they do um, but this person just didn't give a shit, you know what I mean? Because she had all her people just enchanted, you know, just like singing her praises, you know, and, right. uh, <laughs> you yep. know, um, so there's a couple of those. Um, there was this other one, for example, um, that was also using certain kinds of fourth dimensional technologies to basically put like a USB into people's energy field to extract uh, their codes. <laughs> and, um, you know, I went through a couple of months trying to, um, I guess, reach out to this person, you know, and uh, this person had a following, you know what I mean? And a very big in the spiritual community. And, uh, you know, I just have a thing with my energy that people, I don't allow them to ignore me, you know, like energetically speaking, like when, like when I'm focused on someone who I want to like give a message to, I energetically be like, Hey, you know, mm -hmm. I have something to say, you know what I mean? And they get hooked and they, and they just, you know, they have this back and forth. And so sometimes it's on messenger. So like with her, it was on messenger, you know, it, um, it was more private, but um, so basically I told her to stop what she's doing, you know? to like stop hijacking people's fields also there was other people messaging me ab about it you know having a very negative experience and so that just prompted me to check on things and be like yeah you know she's you know siphoning people's energies like making these like you know these agreements or like making these energetic contracts that if people work with her they sign a contract without their knowing it to where she can siphon their codes, but she can give them the upgrades or the energy clearing, which is, which isn't really that at all, you know? So I basically confronted her a couple of times and it just ended up being where, um, it got very volatile, especially like publicly. Right. <laughs> and so this person went out of the spiritual community and went into Christianity. You know, there was a big, <laughs> there was a big, um, thing that broke out, you know, like a scandal you know, right. with her clients and mm -hmm. her clients all turned on her. You right. know what I mean? Like this happened to a couple of people that I knew that had this kind of clash with me where I was warning them and be like, Hey, you know, you gotta be of integrity. You know, you can't be misusing your platform and your people to access their energy field. You know what I mean? Like the universe has, has like put me as like a, as like a roadblock to many of these people and be like, Hey, what are you doing? You know, why are you misusing this energy? You know, why are you taking advantage of people? Like, why are you doing that? You know, right. there's no need for that. You know? Right. It's and like, so, right. it's like you have, it's almost like you, you just have this natural gift to identify a false prophet. Oh yeah. 
Um, I can, I can, I can see them. I can see the energies that are working behind me. I can see the entities around them. You know, right? That's uh, yeah, it's crazy. I I know. I I, I've experienced that as well. Um, Let's shift gears a little bit. I think I think people get the idea as far as that goes. Uh, You also you you get galactic updates you down you, you have great information that you share also that isn't about all this you know i just wanted to cover that but uh you recently had some information come through about Sirius b activation and what that actually means for the collective consciousness can you uh please explain that because it's absolutely fascinating yeah so me and my partner um we do like a lot of spiritual work all the time, you know, we're just out there, you know, astral traveling, just doing stuff, getting updates and, you know, information and things like that. So we, I felt, you know, like I heard it in my ear, Sirius B. So I, I never really looked it up. I mean, I've heard of it, you know, but I never really looked up what it was. So when I heard Sirius B, I was like, so I looked it up and I realized it's, you know, it's like a big bright star or whatever. And that's pretty much all I knew about it. Um, so what we do is that we energetically travel. So not like astral traveling, but like mental body where I project my consciousness wherever, you know, I want to go. Um, so that's what we did. We just w- went right there, you know? And so this is going to get very cosmic, you know? So it might sound very s- surreal to many of the listeners. Um, but so we traveled there. We were met by an extraterrestrial that was uh, one of the keepers of Sirius B there. And, um, you know, he guided us in and it was like a light. And then it just kind of turned into like this big crystal temple that was inside of it. And uh, within this crystal temple, there was many like big, you know, crystal structures. And there was this like crystal console in the middle with like, you know, with some, uh, you know, light language, hieroglyphics and stuff like that. But it was like, it was almost like it was turned off. Um, and there was like structures with, you know, like, you know, light language and stuff. And so, they gave, they showed us like, you know, like a Kisla, like a crystal, but it was like a, you know, like a long little crystal that you insert into that, you know, into the console. And so my partner, she just inserted into the console and everything just lit up, you know, with like light language. And this big beam of light is shot from the Sirius B star into other Sirius Bs in the galaxy, you know? So what it was doing is that it was, connecting itself to other solar systems within the galaxy. Um, Now, there are many things that went into effect energetically because of that. So, and I'm gonna list a couple of things. So one of the things was that um, this solar system is now connected with other solar systems that are in a much higher vibrations, more ascended solar systems. So that energy being connected, it's going to draw energy from those solar systems to help our highest timeline accelerate even more. So there's an acceleration of the golden age or the age of Aquarius, you know, whatever, you know, people want to call it this highest timeline that's manifesting or that we are in right now. And that's manifesting slowly, Um, but it's accelerating it. So another another thing that went into effect is that it's accelerating the timeline of humanity eventually meeting and greeting their extraterrestrial neighbors you know as you already know we have been um we've been kept from the knowledge of you know the outside you know world out there in the cosmos as to all the extraterrestrials galactic history and just how related they are to you know humans and and so you know a lot so that timeline of us of that disclosure moment coming you know it's it is it is accelerating more is what i saw 
Um, another thing that I saw is that it's helping humanity connect more with the galactics that are already here, like over the planet, trying to connect with people. So there have been, so there are many people that are receiving a lot more messages and, and a lot more dreams and a lot more, you know, um, promptings from their galactic guides that are trying to communicate with them, you know, whether it's to give a message an update or whether it's to, you know, do a specific something, whatever it may be, you know, so the galactics, there are many, there are so many species of galactics trying to connect with humanity right now, you know, and many of those species are incarnated as those people and trying to connect them back with their own you know, a galactic family. Okay. So that right. might confuse people. So let me, um, no, so, it's not, it makes sense. I mean, I yeah, agree with yeah. you. Yeah. But for those who might not understand, you know, like what I just said, I just want to word it a little bit differently. So there are many people on earth right now who have connections to the galactics, but it's not just a connection. It's because they are those actual ETs in human form. And those, those ETs that are trying to connect with them, is just a part of them you know, a part of who they are and also their team that came here, you know, so, so many people are just connecting with their galactic team. So that also accelerated and that like expanded. So it's a lot easier now for people to connect with the benevolent ETs. Of course, there's always bad ETs that are still lingering, you know, like the grays and stuff like that, that are still influencing some people. So, um, but the vast majority of what's happening right now is that is that there's this clear open sky connection to the benevolent galactics and people can connect so easily right now, you know? So, yeah. Right. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. And it's so fascinating to think about that. It's you, another version of you that you're connecting with sometimes, you know, obviously there's other, other groups out there and people are like, I'm noticing that everyone's noticing it. People around me are receiving messages, getting activated, it's a beautiful thing, really, uh, that this it's like we've entered this new age, right, where this information is now available and this this line of communication has been open. And I, I think it might have something to do with that Sirius B activation. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, the Sirius B activation, um, it, it just like accelerated all of it because Sirius B is like it's like the energetic um, ley line point of this specific, um, of this specific quadrant of the solar system. So it just like shot a beam and just connected to so many others, like a, almost like a web or like a, or like a grid, grid of Sirius B's activation. So, um, what this is also doing is that it is, it is bringing more of a unity to the galaxy, you know, because there's been so much war and so much oppression across so many star systems. And it has created a lot of uh, disharmony between many galactic species. And this is bringing more of a unity energy, more of a loving, more of a, more of a cohesive, um, you know, energy. So it's like, so it's fostering that even more. So how that's going to look is that many extraterrestrial species are going to begin resolving the issues that they have with each other, whatever those issues are, you know, they're going to, you know, there's, there, there, there are many galactic diplomats, you know, that are out there and many of them are actually incarnated. I've, um, I've given readings to some of them who are galactic diplomats, you know, in, in the human, you know, here on earth. 
And their mission, a part of their mission is to basically um, to, to calm down a lot of the tension that, that many people feel. Because there is a lot of tension within the galactic community. And that's also because, because many people come from many different star systems. They inherit many of the issues of their star systems. You know what I'm saying? And so some of them might have, you know, a resistance to certain galactic species that are not, you know, malevolent, but that may be good. But because these issues are surfacing and people may not even understand why or what's happening. Right. But a lot of these, you know, um, a lot of these issues from their own star systems are surfacing within them. So there are many galactic diplomats that are supposed to be there in the middle to kind of you know, bring the understanding and, and just kind of, you know, just bring information so people can understand what's happening in them, you know, cause I mean, there, there's so many things happening, you know, but, right. but that's, it, uh, yeah. That's it. That's really fascinating to think about. So like, let's just pretend like a Lyran race, right. Is warring with a, a gray race out there, but even though it's a benevolent gray race, let's just pretend now. So you're going to see that reflect on the surface because this this person doesn't even realize that their own race or their own species is warring with this other species in the galaxy. Exactly. So, yeah. so it, it translates down here. It's really interesting. Yeah. Um, another thing too, when you mentioned Lyran and like the war, so many of the Lyrans they've experienced, uh, you know, oppression from the Dracos, and that's a <laughs> that's a very traumatic um, thing. You know, and I've uh, worked with many people on one on one sessions where they had this like visceral trigger whenever the word Draco was mentioned. And many of these people were they had this Lyran part of them, you know, like they were Lyrans incarnated in human in human form. And they had this like visceral fear of just, you know, Dracos. And then after going deeper into their, you know, history, um, you know, it comes up where they've either been captured, right, or like, you know, tortured by the Dracos or, you know, this like invasion of their star systems. And and there's just this trauma, you know, within their DNA. With it, it's it's so encoded within their DNA. It's like they can't not have a visceral reaction. Like, you know what I mean? Like it has to happen, you know, so. Right. right and, yeah. and And yeah, so so I've definitely helped a lot of those people like you know, move through that fear and just like surface and just help them understand, you know? Um, yeah. So, so there are a lot of people who are still holding that trauma within, within their DNA and that needs to be like, you know, like released. Right. Right. And everything right now seems to be a little accelerated uh, and we've been getting some good news lately on the surface. You know, there's some victories, some public victories finally for once. Uh, and it's nice to see that, start to see that light at the end of the tunnel. And uh, like these activations that are happening that are allowing us to communicate, you know, there is a bright future ahead, but it's going to be a bumpy road. It's going to be a bumpy road. It's not going to happen overnight. I don't think we're going to get this like it, it wouldn't even matter if we got disclosure and all this information and all this technology because we have healing to do and we don't have an infrastructure in place to accept all of it. It's going to be an integration process, you know, sure. Yeah. And I, I just made a post about this earlier. And it's, I think to me, what it's going to look like is, you know, a lot of, this is an inside job, right? This couldn't be, it couldn't have been a space battle. People had to, we had to incarnate here and inter break this system from the inside, right? So more, more and more higher dimensional beings are going to continue to incarnate to, to, until we get to the point where lower dimensional beings don't have a place here because everything is going to be such a, we're moving into these new energies, right? 
And yeah. I think that's what ultimately how this shift is going to occur. Uh, and it, it, that's, it has to happen from within, right? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, there's there's definitely. Um, so when you mentioned the lower vibrational beings, I wanted to um, make another point about the series B and what is accelerating. Um, so many of these lower vibrational beings um, who are incarnating here, who are just like distorting information and hurting people. So there is a karmic, um, I guess, law that, you know, even though it, it was already, you know, like a spiritual law, you know, you get what you receive, but that has been like, it's literally on steroids now. You know, it's literally been amplified so much where people, even these people, even the ones that we know of, you know, and the ones that we've talked about, you know, and just others who are, you know, infiltrators, the karma, like they already have karma now, but it's going to manifest where the black magic that's working through them is not going to have the same effect. They're not going to be able to captivate their audience anymore in the way that they used to. And people are going to begin, and it has already been happening, that they'll, they'll begin to confront and to question, and they're going to do it even more aggressively because we're entering into a much higher energy where we, we've already entered into it. And people are just not resonating with, with this with this kind of, uh, you know, deception anymore and just this like mal and just this like malpractice. So what it's accelerating is the swift karma that many of these people, well, all of them are going to, are going to receive and are already set to receive right now. Like the universe has already orchestrated it. The universe has already um, called for all of these people to basically be forced to do the right thing and to grow and to change for themselves. And if they don't change, if they don't change and certain things will happen in their life that will make them completely irrelevant on social media. Right. Eventually. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So their magic is going to lose potency. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's going to lose. Yeah. So in like in the spiritual realm that has already happened where their magic has already lost potency. So people are still under, you know, just a residual programming of what they, you know, but eventually over time, people are going to begin to purge this, you know, just this crap, you know, naturally. And also, you know, you know, those who, you know, listen to me and other people who are in alignment and you also, you know, who are in alignment with the truth, you know, they're going to begin to, you know, where we can help them deprogram from a lot of this stuff, you know? Right. So, yeah. Right. And, and, you know, we're, it's the age of transparency. So eventually, yeah. You know, you can't once we once we enter into the age of transparency where we're all speaking using telepathy and our psychic abilities, like a lie has no place. You, you no one's gonna be able to lie. You can't, <laughs> and, and it's already yeah. happening. You know, try and you know try and lie to somebody. You know, it it, it won't work because it, I mean, depending on who it is, but immediately people are seeing through that shit now. You know, mm -hmm. if you're not under a spell. Um. Anyway. This has been fa fascinating. It's been fantastic. Can you please let people know where uh, they can find you, how they can follow you, your YouTube channel? All right. So I have a YouTube channel called Sun Consciousness. I also have my Facebook and my website. It's thesunconsciousness.com. There I have, uh, you know, 
services that I provide to help people connect with their higher self, their multidimensionality. You know, I do a, a bunch of energy clearings. You know, I teach people how to shield. Uh, I'm also doing courses where I mentor people on how to connect um, with their, basically their spiritual gifts and how to embody that more and how to discern, how to, you know, how to tap in, you know, so these are like for, you know, for, 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 for people who are psychic, but might need some, you know, some like mentorship in order to harness those abilities more. So that's, so that's mostly what I'm doing right now. It's just like mentoring a lot of people. Right. Right. And all those links will be below. Um, yeah, this is fantastic. And, and your YouTube channel, you have, you, you, you don't have that many videos, but they're fantastic. You know? Yeah. I need to, I need to, um, get in the motion of creating more content. Cause there's a lot of things that I do want to talk about, um, that I haven't put in a video and that's what I'm going to begin doing. Right. Well, I look forward to that. Uh, thank you so much for this. Uh, sorry if we triggered you guys listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it's a conversation that needed to be had you know, and uh, I think it's absolutely crucial right now to be discussing this stuff because it's the only way we're going to navigate and move forward. Yeah. Yep. Um, I did want to make one more point, if I can, um, sure. is that these, these, um, these infiltrators, right, they have mobilized even more now and they are working overtime, you know, to distort a lot of the information, you know, and you can tell a lot about what their intentions are by how, by how incessantly they keep posting about the same kind of hijacky narrative all the time, where there's no hope, there is no higher timeline talk, it's just everything is hijacked. And, you know, talking about those who betrayed, you know, I will say some names, um, Melchizedek's or whatever, you know, all the lingos that they use and all that stuff. So just be very mindful to how the information makes you feel, you know, and I'm talking to just everybody watching. Um, if it makes you feel like, like you have no hope for the future or that, or that you don't know who to trust, you know, anymore, then that is a big sign that that is someone that you don't need to be listening to, mm -hmm. you know, fear-based. Mm -hmm. It's very, very fear-based, mm -hmm. right? You know, in the name, in the name of being informed about, you know, shit that is irrelevant or just purely just not true. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just let go, yeah. let go of the need to know. You know, you, yeah. don't, you don't need to know everything. Um, you can take a nap and go into hibernation, and this whole planet is going to ascend with or without you. You know, so you don't have to yeah. know everything that's going on and be on top of it. Uh, just be on yeah, top of exactly. you yourself and your own life and and what's real in your life not the online world right exactly uh, yes all right well thank you guys so much for tuning in we love you all this has been amazing thank you again antonio for joining us uh yeah, thank you. i can definitely see us doing this again because there's no shortage of things to talk about um and especially moving forward who knows what the future is going to bring so uh, good night, everybody. Thank you so much for all your support. We love you and have a great evening. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you.